0: Okay, we reach Vayakubakude, Vayakubakude, the end of the parsha, the end of the Sefer Shmos, and as uh, many of Am Yisrael are are only connected uh, now through uh, through Torah on the, through and technology. We thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for, uh, for giving us this technology, at least for us to be together uh, in this way, as many of us are sitting in our homes and uh, having She'urim um, long distance. But Baruch Hashem, Torah is ma'ached. Torah keeps us going. And B'Chem, we daven, b'schus the Torah, b'schus the tefillah, everything that uh, we are all going through. We should uh, see a Yeshua B'Karov and be able to share Torah uh, in person, Kulanu in Yerushalayim b'mhera v'yameinu. Let's get into Parshas Vayakel. Uh, And a little bit, maybe at the end, if we have time, Parsha Zachodesh. But again, all of these thoughts have to do (laughs) with this time of year as we start in Vayakel. And uh, we start off with a thought about Shabbos. As was mentioned, it was going around uh, on WhatsApps today. The idea that this Shabbos, ironically, but ironically, you know, will be so many Jews will be in their homes for Shabbos, in their homes, not at work, not uh, involved in so many public places. Kadosh Baruch Hu is bringing Shabbos to the, to the world. Kadosh Baruch Hu is bringing Shabbos to, uh, to Am Yisrael, to the world. And we should try to do our best to be able to uh, recognize the goblest of the Shabbos that we all have with our families, uh, whoever we may be. And Hashem, just connect to Kadosh Baruch Hu in all the ways that we can. But let's see what the Ber Yosef tells us about, uh, about Shabbos. If you have in source number one, uh, the Ber Yosef quotes the Mechilta, you know, the beginning of the parasha of Yaakov Moshe as Kaladas Adas Yisrael, Moshe gathers all B'nai Yisrael and says, yeah. varim. And we have Shabbos again. We had Shabbos already. But here it is again, a number of times in the Torah. Work shall be done. And then on the seventh day, it shall be holy. And Rashi, of course, quotes, Shabbos is put before the Mishkan, is repeated. Shabbos comes first. The Binyon Mishkan is not Do Shabbos, and therefore, says the uh, Rashi, um, that's why he comes first, that's why it's juxtaposed. Says the Ber Yosef, it's interesting that the phrase is this is what Hashem told you, La'asos Osam. Shouldn't it be Shalola'asos? Shabbos is about what you shouldn't do and what you can't do. What does it mean that Shabbos is Lasos? Haloat <laughs> kan, Ve'enit It's a not to do something. What do you mean to do something? Ella Kavana, the point is as follows. No, what you're about to do is to build the mishkan. You're going to build the mishkan and you're going to have to do all the details that you do. But lasos don't do it on Shabbos. Line six. These are all the things that Hakadosh Baruch Hu told you to do. But not on Shabbos. And of course, that's the deeper idea. But now he goes a little further. A question that maybe many of us have had over the over the years. Uh, and that's what he asks. We know the Gemara told us in Mesecha Shabbos that the source for uh, the source for Meleches Shabbos is from the Meleches that were done in the Mishkan. And many times in the Mesecha, and there are many halacha ramifications, that Meleches on Shabbos is defined by the Meleches that were done in the Mishkan. But the question is, why is that the definition? Why do we need the Mishkan as the model for Meleches Shabbos? Why couldn't Hashem just say it on Shabbos or some other type of some other type of source? Like we know in this week's parsha, Shabbos is before the Mishkan beforehand. True the he sees so Mishkan was before Shabbos. But what's the deeper connection? Why is the Mishkan the source? The Mishkan is a building that Kodesh Baruch home, Hashem's presence. Shabbos is Kedusha in time. What does that have to do with Kedusha in space? What is the connection between the two? And he goes through on line twenty one. When a dafyomi is learning masecha shabbos now, malacha shen Sri lagufa is defined by Tosfos a malacha that was done for a different purpose than what was done in the mishkan. So there are so many uh, connections and halachic connections. It has to be exactly doing the mishkan. So why is that? Now in the second column, what's the connection? And if it wasn't done in the Mishkan, what's the connection? He says as follows. And there are many sources that point in this direction. There are many chazals, there are many svarim and sofrim, shall call haolamos The Mishkan is somehow a microcosm of the entire world. We don't know what that means, but there's a symbol. The Shulchan symbolizes something in the universe. The menorah symbolizes something in the universe. Every nook, every bolt, every nail, everything in the Mishkan is parallel to the upper worlds. And that's what it says in the Medrash. Everything that Hashem created in the heavens, He created below in this world. The different levels of of heaven that the Gemara talks about. There are parallels, the same lashonos. And the medrash, he continues Parsha There are parallels between the two, and he continues the Rakiah, the khulu, turning over the page after quoting many sources that relate the Mishkan to the Olam to Briasa Olam, Says the bar Yosef now, on line twenty one. Besides the fact that it was true, the parallel? They thought about this every time they performed a certain creation. What was B'tzalov thinking? What was he thinking about all the kavanas? The kavanas war that this is parallel to this part of the universe. This mishkan, this part of the mishkan, is parallel. It was an exact parallel. Right? That's the Gemara in the end of Brachas. The, the, the last paragraph of Brachas, he quotes. Btzal was able to put together with a kabbalistic kavanas. How the world was created. Shammayim va'Aretz, And that's what he put into the Mishkan. So if we think about it, building the Mishkan was like building the world. And what's Shabbos about? Shabbos is about resting, that HaKadosh Baruch who rested from creating the world. So what is the Mishkan about? The Mishkan was the Hashlama of Binyan Ha'Ola. V'hinei be'inin Shabbos, Ratzak Adosh Baruch Hu lezakos es Yisrael. Hashem wanted to be mezake us. V'lochein nasa l'mazah Shabbos shaboyish mikol malacha. He gave us a Shabbos so we can rest from any balacha to be made that Hashem created the world. So we rest on Shabbos from malachus of Bria Sa'olam. Bria's olam. there is a Zohar in Pasha's Pinchas that says the Molachas, the third nine malachas are parallel to Bria's olam. The Molachas that Hashem used Kavayecho to create the world. But on a more Nigla sense, says the Ber Yosef, what does the Mishkan have to do with Shabbos? Because the Mishkan is parallel to the world. And therefore we want to rest and show that HaKadosh created the world and rested from Bria's olam, And that's the Molachas, because that's what the Mishkan is. The Mishkan is Bria's olam. <inaudible> <inaudible> Hashem wanted us to rest from all those malachas because those are the exact malachas that were used for Bria Sa'olam in a micro sense. In a macro sense, HaKadosh Baruch did it, but in a micro sense. He told us, we don't understand how, but He told us that if we perform and we create this structure, that'll be a miniature Olam a miniature universe, and he's going to rest his presence. That is the connection between the Mishkan and and Shabbos, because the Mishkan is the microcosm and the hashlama of of Shabbos. Just related to this is a nasiva Shalom, who again doesn't ask the same questions, but has a similar idea. But a fascinating ha'ara, maybe a question that we haven't thought about. He quotes in source number three now, on page three, source three. We know, on the first day, on the first month in Nisan, the first day of Nisan, the Mishkan was built. What's the extra Just say, first month, first day. What's the extra? So Hinei Amru Chazal says in Nisivah Shalom and Shabbos Daf Pezayin it says that that day, that first day of Nisan, had ten special events that happened on that day. Asara Ataros says the Gemara Rishon L'Maisabresius Sunday it was the first day of Maisabresius Rishon L'Nesiyim it was the first day that the Nisim brought their special Karbanos Rishon Kahuna. Rishon L'Avoda. A lot of firsts, it all happened on that day. So we're some are familiar with this medrash. Unbelievable, obvious question. All of these things happened on that day, except for one. Rishon Lamaise brashas? brashas? was thousands of years earlier. What does it mean that that day was Rishon Lamaise No, it wasn't. All the other things happened that day. Right? him Kahuna, Avoda. But Lamaise isn't that day. She'en Adomeh. Says in the Nesiv Shalom. L'shar tesha ataros shenatal oso hayom shal yisubo oso hayom That was mamish on that day. Ve'ilu Rishon ma'isa brishus lohaye ba oso hayom el al paim shanakodem. It was two thousand years earlier when I Hashem created the world. So what does it mean that that day, that first day of Nisan, the day that was haskamas on Mishkan, that was my brishus, wasn't that much earlier? Umadu nimna yachan l'shar ataros. So says the Nesiv Shalom. Exactly beautiful. Our point? No, the Mishkan was the hashlam of Bracious. This was the macro world. This is the micro world. What Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants us to create a whole world for Him to rest in. Hashem desires that there is a dira. We create a place for Him to be. Hashem wants us to create a place where He can feel comfortable as we've talked about in the past. Ki Hashem Yisbarach, Tachlis, V'aretz. If this is true, then really, my sabrashas wasn't finished yet. It wasn't finished after six days. It wasn't finished for thousands of years. Until, even after, Maymar Sinai, after B'nei Saul built the Mishkan, Nimsa, Shebizman Briyash HaOlam the ultimate, complete Ratzon of HaKadosh Baruch was not completed until this day. So yes, my HaBreshas was that day. It was not thousands of years earlier. On this day, and that's when there was great Simcha. And that's where HaKadosh Baruch uh, wanted to... Um, Bring the Simcha all together. Building the Mishkan and the avoda starting. And that's the Chilak HaMais so That's what he even says at the end. That's his creative Hosafa. And that's what the emphasis of the first word in the Pasuk, Bayom. Right, remember his first question. The extra word Bayom. Just say, What's the Bayom? Maybe that's the Makar. That day, Bayom, Hachodesh HaRishon, Rishon is not only going to HaChodesh. It's going on, Yom, it was a Sunday. Because it was a completion of my sabrashis, and it's starting anew. Shosomecha benisamaya yom rishon b'shabus. Shalom duzos, because it says, Yom <speaking in Hebrew> And therefore, says the nesiva <speaking in> shalom, zuatar harishona shel hayom, shu rishon l'may sabrashis, because that day finishes the entire process. Okay, so that's thought number one that gets us into Bayaka Bakude. Again, the parashios that are repeated. Mishkan paralleling the world. Okay, moving right along. So again, we have the beginning of the parashah of Ayakal Moshe. It's Adas b'nei Yisrael. But if we look in the first Rashi, the first Rashi in the parashah of Ayakal Moshe, Lamachras Yom Kippurim, It was the day after Yom Kippur. That's the day that Bnei Yisrael Moshe Rabbeinu gathered Bnei Yisrael. Kishayar Minahar, When he went down from the mountain. We know this uh, Luchos Shniyos, or given on Yom Kippur, right 120 days after Shavuos, the 40, 40, 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu was on our Sinai, and Hifel, She'ena bi'adayim, mm-hmm. api diburo, Vayakel, Moshe caused them to be gathered, Vayakel, by announcing, and they all came, v'targumah v'achneish, and they were gathered in. So Rashi, here says it was a day of Yom Kippur, what'd they do to the day of Yom Kippur? They gathered, and Moshe told them about Shabbos, and started building the Mishkan. But the klayuker points out, if we remember a Rashi in Parshas Yisro, Rashi also says there vayhi machras. Remember, Parak Yud Ches Pasuk Yud Gimel earlier in Shmos vayhi mi machras vayyashem Moshe um Moshe bin sat to judge the people. Rashi, what is mi Yom yomakipurim? So machras yomakipurim was both, right? In Yisro, Rashi says machras yomakipurim. Moshe bin sat and. Judge the people, and here Machras Yom Kippurim is that he gathered them and told them about Shabbos and the Mishkan and build a Mishkan and don't be Do Shabbos. He he put these two chazals together? Are they connected to each other? Maybe it was just a busy day, but it couldn't be because there it says he judged all day and night. Then Yisro says, you know, it's not a, <laughs> you know, you're, you're gonna wear out. Vinerely says the klayakar, and again we don't do enough klayakar. Is the klayakar one of the classic darshanim in our history? In from Prague. But he has a small thought here. V'nei R'lii. This gathering was to build a mishkan, to gather all of the revenue that they were going to need in order to build the mishkan and all the nedavus. That was the ultimate purpose, to gather the money. What was the problem? Moshe wanted to make sure the money was pure. Moshe wanted to make sure there was no stain, no mitzvah haba ba'avera on this money. Nobody was giving money that was not theirs. So in order to collect, to build the mishkan, Moshe first had to make sure that if there was any machlokas in Dinei Momenes, there was any monetary issues between parties, he worked that out before he gathered it. Maybe somebody would give to the Mishkan something that wasn't theirs. What do you mean? It's mine. <laughs> but they don't know the halacha. They just got the Torah. They don't know. the you can't build the Mishkan with questionable money. We're not getting into halachic issues now about lemise cases, about people taking money from, from unusual sources. But just the message for the base Amigdash, it has to be pure. It has to be perfect. So Moshe wanted to gather them to build the Mishkan, to get to to announce. But because of that, Moshe had to judge them. Dini memenus, al kanech moshe tchila, mi badvarim yigash elai limishpat. If there are any questions about any money, bring it to me. Everybody will know. They don't know. Number one point is that, so it's one connected idea. <coughs> Moshe had to judge them in order to gather them to build a Mishkan. But then there's another idea. There's another idea. Says the klayakar in the continuation. The purpose of the mishkan. This is not about related to Yisro. This is just about our parsha. What's the connection between mimachras Yom Kippur and mishkan? Right, dafka after. Is there a, is there a reason right after Yom Kippur? Says the klayakar for sure. Because what was the purpose of the mishkan? The mishkan was a house for Hashem. But for all Jews, all Jews, what's the day of the year that we feel more connected to each other than any other? What's day? So the whole there's plenty of sinas chinam every day of the year. But what's our best shot? Motzol Yom Kippur. On Motzol Yom Kippur, at least then we have a chance. At least then we feel good about each other. We're wishing every each other a Shana Tova. We we turned over a new leaf. Says the Klayakar, top of the next page, source five. They have to be one. If you're building a mishkan for all, then they have to be connected. The Shalom, at best we can. There are sometimes issues on Yom Kippur as well, in our modern uh, kihilos, But we hope and we daven that that's the day of Shalom. It was easier than any other day. <laughs> to gather them and to perform, the, uh, to do all the actions that, that we needed in order to build the Mishka. Okay. Moving right along to a thought that we mentioned a couple of years ago, but we will expand on it a little bit more now. As we continue in Vayakel, we'll get to Pekudah as well. We have to give it equal time. We know our Pihalacha, Pihalacha, when we have a double parsha, you have to have three and a half and three and a half. Ravii has to be the segue, has to be the transition. Three and a half aliyahs in the first parsha. three and a half aliyahs in the second parsha. So here we're still in Vayakel. So the Pasuk says, after listing off all of the raw materials again, Towards the beginning of the parsha, Pasig Yud, the kol chacham lev bachem, anyone who is a chacham lev amongst you, yavou v'yasu is kol shertziv v'ashem. All of those who are chacham lev, doesn't just mean wise, right? Chachma is usually not found in the lev. The kol chacham lev bachem means wise of heart. Yavou v'yasu, come and do is kol hasher everything that Hashem said. Say the bali musr, you have it in the Osrash HaTorah, in source number six. Kos Mafarshim. This pasik is the secret to so much of our avodas Hashem. It's the secret to getting things done. V'kol You have a good thought, you have a desire, you have a rut zone, Yavo v'yasu. Just do it. Don't talk about it. Don't think about it. Or oh, you can't think about it. You can plan it. But just start doing it. Ksavah mafarshim Adam she'choshik ve'choshiv lasos mitzvah. Allah Vlasosa take up his reasons. Just do it. Hadibor misavivol mitzvah. Vashiyakrucha b'kach. Very often, when people think about things and talk about things, this is what I'm going to do. Alulim ligrom right, lehis havos matzorim shonim. We know whenever we say something, we're going to do it, and then something happens. And we didn't say b'liainara. And you know, it's just do it. That's the motto. Of effective avodas Hashem, l'fichacham rakasa. The pasuk says, "V'kochacham lebachem." Are you wise of heart, adam shehu beemes chacham? Ubird no, mitzvah. You really want to do it? Yavo viasu. Just come and do it right away, and in that way, you will get it done. And he quotes, "That's what the Vilna Gaon says on the pasuk in Mishlei." Chacham leiv yikach mitzvos. A wise of heart will take mitzvahs, grab them, do them, get them done. The Evil time elevate. Right if somebody who is focused on the lips, so it's not gonna get done. ha mitzvah u if you do it right away. If we have the motivation and we have the 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 uh desire, so we just have to do it. We just have to do it because if we don't, something's gonna come up. Until it doesn't get done in the end anyway, and we quoted this a number of years ago. I think in a Shabbos Agados Drasha, the thought of the Chida. The Chida says, "Tzadikim Omrim Maat Osim Harbe." Tzadikim say a little and do a lot. Rishoyim Omrim Harbe va'afilamati in a say a lot and do a little. Right? An example is Ephron. It says the Chida, it's not just parallels. Yes, tzaddikim, say a lot and do a, do say a little and do a lot. Those two phrases are connected. Because they say a little. That's why they do a lot. One leads to the other. If we talk about something too much, so then it's just not gonna happen. Kivanshah, Sadikim Omrim, Velo Zo Sasiba, that's exactly the reason why they got a lot done. They don't talk about it, they just do it. Mosim, they don't get anything done. And he says this is one this is one of the one of the strategies of the eight He tries not to get tries to prevent good ideas from coming into our heads. But sometimes we have a good idea. So his next level of defense talk about it, schmooze about it, but don't actually put it into practice a lot of us have have more time than than uh, than we usually have so all of those plans all of those things that we thought about doing one time all of those new swarm we wanted to open up all of those you know programs that we thought we could um you know start with our families with ourselves you know Kodesh is giving us time now. Kodesh Baruch Hu is giving us time. He's saying, and it's a takbulus of the Yitzhahara. We have no idea how long it will last, but start today. The kol zeh. Dover's topic The Yitzhar wants us to stop with the plans. Just have the plans, but don't have to do it. But we know Zrizam Akdim and We have to do what we can. In order to be able to to uh, to accomplish. And he ends up by quoting a fascinating thought by one of the Rashi Yeshivas of Tells. Right? Again, Shlomo Melach says in Mishle, Omar Otzel, Shachal Ari Ben The lazy person says, There are lions! There are lions there! I can't go! One second. A lazy person says there's a lion there? So that's not lazy, he's just scared. If there was a lion there, I wouldn't go either. So, what, what, what's the message? If there's a lion there, then he's not shouldn't be faulted for being lazy. And if there's no lion there, he's a liar. He's a shakran. He's not an atzel. So he quotes from of Chaim Katatz, Divrei Shlomo, Ari. There is a lion there. There is a lion. But someone who has rizus. And someone who wants to get it done will get it done, even if there's a lion there. Any ikuvim? Maybe it's only there because I wasted time to get there. Right? Even with all of the minios, who etafez al gagos, I'll go on roofs or go underneath and tunnels. I'll figure out a way to get it done because that's a chacham leif. So, in this pasik, we have embedded the secret of accomplishing anything in life. Just get up and do it. Because that's what Akkadish Baruchu Baruch wants from us. Okay. So, those are, we usually have about seven or eight thoughts. Those are three thoughts on Vayakel. Now, let's get into Baku Three thoughts, and then we'll have one on the overall Vayaka Baku uh, theme. So, the beginning of Baku We move on, and we have Ela Fakude Hamishkan Mishkan HaEdus. This is the accountings of the Mishkan Mishkan Hoedus. Rashi quotes based on the double lashon Hamishkan Mishkan Stei Paamim Remez LaMikdash Shenis Bishne Churbanin. This is a remes to the Mishkan that was taken as a mashkein, nishmaskein. It was a security. By HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Because of our because of our sins, it was taken. What's the secret of the word mashkon here? Mishkon, obviously, is from the word shachan, to rest in. Mashkon, my item that is resting by you. But what's the message of Rashi, the name of Chazal, that Kodesh Baruch Hu took the Bate Migdash as a mashkon? Says the Azaim Latar of Saratskin in source number 7. Eidus who lochobly yisrael. Sorry, let me read from the beginning. The Major tells us here on our parsha Mishkan Mishkan Eidus Shhenismashkane based Al Yidehem, as Rashi quotes, what is the Eidus? Right? The Eidus, right, Mishkan or Eidus. The fact that it was taken as a mashkon is Eidus Lochhol Boyolam She Slichali Yisrael. It's Eidus to all of those in the world that Hashem has forgiven us or will forgive us. What's going on here? The fact that there was a, the Mishkan was destroyed, and the Batei Mitzvah destroyed, and it's a Mashkon, so that shows that we have that we're forgiven. If we destroy something, we know something was crushed. One of our items, it's done. I'm never getting it back. As bad as I feel, if I destroyed something, if something went into the gutter. Something fell. Fell. (laughs) I'm never going to get it back. It's done. What if I sold something to somebody? What if I gave something as a mashkon to somebody? That maybe I'll get it back. I'm sorry. Selling, I can't get it back by myself. But if I give something as a collateral as a mashkon, it's in my power to get it back. If I could do what I can and push myself and make the money to pay for the mashkon, so then I could get it back. And it'll be mine again. Says Torah, the When Hashem destroyed, uh, wanted to destroy us. He destroyed the Mikdash. We'll talk about that as a, more in a minute. Right, the shechina left even before the Mikdash was destroyed. Vizosha And what does Nechem say? Again, from the language of Mashkon, the, Mishka Mashk- the uh, Mikdash was taken as a Mashkon. We have to recognize, just like a Mashkon, could be gotten back by the Lova. If he pays up, it's in our power to get it back too. We just have to pay up. We'll get back the mashkon, which is the mishkan, which is the mikdash, and that's why it's edus Lee Israel, It was just a mashkon; it wasn't churban. Where he's ready to give it back. i not love if we pay. If we pay. We just have to do what we can to pay with the Avas Chinam and with everything else that we have to do in order to rebuild the Beis HaMikdash. Right? We mentioned in the, in the Shir a couple of months ago, I think last summer, that Chorban could be destruction, but Chorban could also be the opposite of Chibur. Churban is a separation, Golu is exile. And Binyan is when all those pieces come back together. And that's really what happened here. It was a Mashkon that was taken, but it wasn't a full churban. And related to this is a thought that we mentioned a number of years ago from Salvachik here. I gave it to you in the Mesorah Sarav in source number eight. Also commenting on the Mashkon aspect. As for Avsalvechik, Bnei Yisrael sinned. Bnei Yisrael, we were worthy of being destroyed. So why weren't we? What did the Mish Beis Hamigdash do wrong? Why was it wrought we to be burned? The Mishkin or base Hamigdash was not involved in sinning. <laughs> Right, So why was it destroyed? The nation's sin at the time of the destruction was so severe, the Jewish people really deserved to be exterminated. The Beis Hamigdash was the substitute, the Seir La'azazel, as it were. The Mishkan is the Mashkon. Wherever they sin, the Mishkan of the Beis Hamigdash will be taken away from them. Because HaKadosh Baruch who promised Avram Yisraq and Yaakov that he will never forsake us. No matter how bad we do, it'll be close but ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has shown that he will always bring us back. And he quotes, fascinatingly, it is more important for the people to survive than the Beis HaMikdash. For all of his extraordinary sanctity, the Beis HaMikdash was just a piece of wood. <laughs> one Talmud Chacham, one scholar is more important than 500 Batei Migdash, right? One life, the Batei HaMikdash was completely destroyed. But as long as there is a people, there will again be a Beis HaMikdash, it's fascinating, he points out even halachically. We know that Tishabov, we have this build-up, the three weeks, the nine days, Shavuot, and Tishabov. What's the moment that we start feeling a little bit easier, a little bit lighter, like we can already see the light at the end of the tunnel? When? Tisha B'av afternoon. One would think Tishabav afternoon. Remember the Goran Tainas of Yochanan? He would have said the 10th of Av should be the fast because that's when the most of the burning, but the burning started in the afternoon of the 9th of Av. So why is that dafka, the time when Am Yisrael starts relaxing a little more, Am Yisrael starts taking it easy? Explains Reb Salvation because up until that moment, up until the burning started, it was not clear whether HaKadosh Baruch Hu was going to take and punish those who really deserved it, us, or he was going to take the mashkon, or he was going to take it from the Mikdash. It was after Mincha when HaKadosh Baruch Hu finally decided to take the mashkon. In the late afternoon, how Hu rendered his decision that the Base of Migdash would be destroyed while the Jewish people would survive. When Titus took a torch and set fire to the Base Migdash, Klaizo understood that Baruch Hu had decided to take the building and spare the people. And this is why we feel it a little more in our because we realize Baruch Hu loves us, and that's why there's a Shabbos Nachamu. We still don't have a Base HaMikdash but we still have Nachama because he recognized that he will never he will never leave us. Okay, continuing as we have. I'm sorry, I went a little out of order here. Little out of order. So there's one more on Va'yakel. But I just put it here because it was a little longer thought. Uh, back in, the, in Va'yakel, also about the Mishkan. There's is really one big parsha. So even if we spend one more thought on Va'yakel, I'll uh, I'll uh, I'll allow it in this um, all of those who have an uplifted heart came. They all brought all of their all of their trumos. So again, this is a thought that we spoke about this Ramban a couple of years ago, but we're going to expand on it now and give a few more a few more examples. The Ramban writes on this pasuk. What does it mean? You have it. Source number nine. The H it quotes the Ramban. These were the wise people who did all the malacha. Kilomatsinu alamis nadvim nisio slave. This is not talking about those who gave the money. It's talking about the artisans, the artisans that had nisao libo. Says the Ramban, what's the Torah emphasizing with this unusual phrase? An uplifted heart. Look, karva alam malacha kilo haya shalama yemshalamad es amalachas or elam imalame omishia klal. Think about it they needed such professional artisans to build a mishkan, to make the kelim from mikshah, gold and silver, and the weaving and the sewing. If you think about it, it's impossible. You'd have to go to school for years in order to be able to learn how to do any of these activities. And yet they knew it. And yet the mishkan was built in an unbelievable way, says the Ramban, because they had an iso'o libo. They had an uplifted art. And when somebody has an uplifted heart, and somebody really wants it, Kodesh Baruch Hu is going to help him. Next page. Mivur bidvarav On the right side. Sheba Ofan tv. lo'ayasha'yach chlau. Shel mishkan If you think about it logically, and B'derach there's no way they should have been able to build a mishkan. Umnis Kazu. Shonim Rabos. You have to go to engineering school, you have to go to this school and that school. They didn't do this in Mitzrayim. So what happened? If somebody decides to do something, even if it seems impossible, if they really want to do it and they try to do it, Baruch Hu meets them. beruchnius O says the Ash Tamid There is nothing in Ruchnius that stands in the way. we see this so often. When there's a rutzon chazak, we know some people, maybe not the, they're not the smartest, but they're the movers and the shakers, they get it done. Because they have a rutzon and they push it through. And when you have a rutzon, you have certain personalities. We all have to be those personalities. We have to make sure that's done. Make sure that's done. The Chavetz Chaim also. kol ish asher The uplifted heart. And if it's an uplifted heart, the k'var they already became a... Uh, chacham. Right? That's one of the answers given by the Gemara. The Gemara says that Baruch only gives Chachma to one who has Chachma. So how do you get the first Chachma? The first Chachma, it's a circle. So the answer is the first Chachma is the Ratzon to have Chachma, Is the desire to be a Chacham. And once one has the Nisoli Bo like that so then the rest the rest will come. And there are many examples of this he quotes from different sources. Now on the left side he quotes akomos rabim. Avram Avinu Aravenu with Nitstavil Lamula Satsmok Shoya Begilmeya, Avram a hundred years old. He's told to do brismila. Lacharatamua. Let's think for a second. Maula Al Daito Shiatzliak Lamulla Satsmo. Hayatsarak lomod kodim Hilchasmila. He is not a Moel. You have to learn Hilchasmila. You have to become a professional and to do Mila in this circumstance, an old man. be showing him over Sachamol Niyamumch. Ukiaduah, as the post postkam say. Right, if you have, uh, he quotes, if there are two more, one's a Yirei Shemayim more, but the other one's a Mumcha Yoter, you go for the Mumcha. So how could Avram Avinu not have any hesitation? The answer is because Avram wasn't a soul libo. This is what Kodesh Baruch wants. It's done. I'm doing it. Kivan Shalilu Ratzon Az L'kayim Etz Ratzon Hashem Ba'oso HaRekesh In Estava LaMila Lo Ismame YaKlal There was no delay. Umitok Ratzono HaAz LaMulas Atzmo There's Banav. He became a mumcha. Became a mumcha. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And he continues and says, what about Karban Pesach? This week's Parsha. This week's Maftir. Parsha's Achodesh. B'nai Yisrael were commanded in Mitzrayim. Ve'yichu Yisraelim said, l'ishtey l'avos say l'aboyez. Ve'yicham and everybody should shecht it. Ke'et Shechting. Shechit is also something that's not so parshit. Something that's not so simple. Ke'et kokal Kolkal Adas B'nai Yisrael. Thousands and thousands of Jews started shechting." They didn't have any practice. When did it start? The answer is because they had nisolibo. Libo. Avram Avinu had Nesau Libo. The Bnei Yisro had Nesau Libo. Batia Basparu had Nesau When she thought she was going to raise this Jewish baby in the palace, what was she thinking? There are so many examples of this. Quotes to Tamid, And we have to recognize that that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants from us. First step is nisolibo. And then the rest, the actual skills will come from from HaKadosh Baruch. Okay. The end of the Sefer in Paragmem. The Torah tells us the, 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 the pinnacle of the whole Sefer. Remember, we started the Sefer. B'nai Yisrael went down to Mitzrayim. But Paragmem, we have the Mishkan built. Ba'itab HaShem Ba'yam HaRishon. On the first day of the first month, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, that is when the Oal Moed, that's when the Mishkan is is uh, is built. The Psikta tells us, source 13, Amar Rabbi Chanina, the Nigram Lechazah Mishkan. Really, that was a long time. The day after Yom Kippur, they started collecting. That was Tishrei. Tishrei, Cheshvan, Kislev, Teve, Shvat, Nis six months? It took him six months, really it didn't take him six months. It really took him two months. Little more, but Chafei B'Kislev on the twenty-fifth day of Kislev. That's when they really finished. Nigrum Alechas a Mishkan, V'Asa But they couldn't stand it up. It stayed folded up on Echad B'Nisan from Chanukkah time, Chafei Kislev to Teves to Shvat to Adar on Echad B'Nisan. Kamoshakasam Yamachodesh Arishon BeEchad B'Chodesh Takkem as Mishkan Olam Oeid. Because Manshayim M'Kupol Yisod Melam Lamlemin. They were all worried. They were all upset. What's going on? Why isn't it built yet? Shema era. Maybe there's something wrong. Maybe it's not going to be built. But really continues the medrash. HaKadosh Baruch Hu was just delaying it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu simchas ha'mishkan. Bechodesh shenolad bo Yitzchak. He was waiting to have it in Nisan, which is the month that Yitzchak Avinu was born in. Once Nisan came, that's when it was built. But continues the medrash. Kislev lost. Not fair to Kislev. Fine Nissan gets it, but what about Kislev? Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I'll give them Chanukah. Umayat the Kislev Sh'nigmar HaMolacha Bo amar HaKadish Baruch Hu Alai L'Shalem Lo Mashilem Lo HaKadish Baruch Hu Chanukah B'Yishach HaShvonai Say, as Schwab, here in the Mayan B'Yishach HaShueva, what is going on here in the Medrash? What is the connection, first of all, to the month that Yitzchak was born in? Why is that so significant? What does Yitzchak's birth have to do with Bidyan HaMishkan? Mishkan? Mishkan, Bechodesh, Number one. And number two, what does Chanukah have to do with it? What's the Ashlama of Chanukah? How is Chanukah a tikkun for what was lost before him? The Nero says <coughs> Cesar of Schwab. We know the Gurashi already quotes part of the Medrash that on the day that Yitzchak was born, Sarah says, "Schok asali alokim kol shomei itzachagli shaharbe akaras nifkadu imabo Yazman. On the day that Sarah had a baby, many other women who hadn't had babies had babies. Harbe charashim nispachu, harbe sumin niftachu. All the deaf were able to hear, all the blind were able to see. Harbe showed him Haray. Harei, late wasn't a personal event. Late as Yitzchak was a simcha lechol bnei hador, the entire world was Simcha was, was, was ecstatic because of the Simcha of Leidas Yitzchak. That's exactly what happened by Hanukkah HaMishkan. When the Mishkan was built, as we said before, it was the Hashlam of my Sabreshis. HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted Simcha haOlam. And therefore, just like Leydas Yitzchak was Simcha, it was inherent in those days of the calendar that to bring Simcha l'chol haOlam. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu delayed the Binyan Mishkan to be in the month that there's simcha lechol olam. Alva bnei Yisrael ohevino davers but the Jews didn't realize this. They thought, oh, it's the eagle again. Oh, we don't deserve it. Shema Mishkan Nishar bekipl. The ain't mekimeno. if they're not putting it up, al karach. Shemar ruim lasheraz aschinen bechlal. What were the days in the, when it, from the days of Kislev it wasn't built? What is that a siman of? Or what behavior? Real thinking that it's our fault. And we better do tshuva. And they worked hard and hard to do tshuva. So they were upset and they did tshuva and tshuva. What happened in the Hanukkah story? That's exactly what happened. What happens? They go in. They thought the Kodesh has forgotten them. They were so tamay and they were so miss, miss, uh, involved in the misyavnim they thought that this on Migdash, it's already starting off on the wrong foot. Remember the second on Migdash. And now forget it. But what happens? The Nase of Hanukkah and they see HaTosh still loves them. Like the Binyan HaMishkan later on. Right? So the, the worry that they had in Kislev is exactly the worry that they had later on in history with the ultimate salvation. But the Simcha of the Leydas Yitzchak was connected to the Simcha of the Binyan HaMishkan and that's the peril. Okay, one final thought from Rabbi Steinsaltz in the Chaye Olam about the Mishkan. As we know, this is the, this is the sea, this is the, uh, the, the, the pinnacle of the, of the Sefer. Two questions. Question number one. Again, a question that is asked by many, mostly in Truma. Why? Do we have a mishkan now? Right, we know Chazal darshan. It's even in the Psukim beferish. The base on Migdash is really the ultimate goal. When is the Mikdash After we go into Eretz Yisrael and we, and we settle in the land, and we conquer the nations. Why do we have a mishkan for? Why do they need it now? Just, we'll have a mikdash. We'll have it. That's the ultimate, you know, order. What does the Gemara say in Sanhedrin and Dachaf? When we come back, first we're going to appoint a king, then we're going to wipe out a Malik, and then we're going to build a base of mikdash. So it's later on. So what do they need the mishkan here for? And it wasn't even eternal. Nirish is Manoshel mishkan, Sarachayelah Yostel Fachos, Hamishim Shanamucharyoter, Achrekinis Halarets, after they finish the Machamos. Okay, you want to wait until David? Question one. And question two, which is, uh, again, a question that is asked by uh, a number. We served HaKadosh Baruch Hu before we had a Mishkan. Right? We had Bamos. We had places of Karbanos. Adam gave Karbanos. Noach gave Karbanos. All the others gave Karbanos. So we gave Karbanos before and we did a voda beforehand. So what was special about the Mishkan? Why did we need the Mishkan to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Again, not reading everything inside, but he says, It's extra. Says Rabbi Steinzels, there are really two levels of avodas Hashem. Nira shabain hakravas karbanos beba malabein ofan shabonis yachta avodas hakrbanos liyisrael yeish pechol zos hevdel. There's a huge difference in one sentence, prat and Klau. How do we serve our Baruch Hu? Noach to bnei Noach, other nations. Noach sugechashal avodas Hashem. There's one type of avodas Hashem, and that is b'taras yachid. Directly connecting to Baruch Hu. And there's flexibility. If I'm a yachid and I'm a human being, I can do whatever I want. There's many, there's no rules. I'm acting for myself and I can do it wherever and different types of karbanos. But it can only reach a certain level because it's only me. B'nai Yisrael have another level of avodas Hashem. And that, of course, is Tzibor. And that, of course, is connected to each other, and that's only able to be performed in a ma'akom sebor in a merkaz sebor in a central place which is built and symbolizing the connection of the entire sebor to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. My Shabbos table is a connection between my family and Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The shul is a connection between the entire community. The base hamigdash is the entire Amisrael. And that's why we needed the Mishkan. Why Dafka now? Why wouldn't we wait? So he explains, again, based on Rashi, Bnei Yisrael all of a sudden started coming together in the Midbar as a unit. The problem is that the magnet was being pulled by something else, by the Agel, And that's what was bringing them together. Bnei Yisrael needed another central uh, idea, needed a central um, symbol, a central magnet to be able to bring us to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be able to give us a place to be able to connect to each other and with them to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore there are more rules and limitations because this is a place which is going to connect to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on behalf of all of us. But that was what the Mishkan was and that's why it was needed because we needed to be connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a holy way. You know, many of us now are are uh, are not Davening in those in those central places. Many of Achenu B'nai Yisrael are not. But a Hu sees from on high, a Baruch Hu takes a Jew from here and a Jew from there and a Jew from there and puts them all together. Because ultimately we're connected Kishachad Balevachad. And if Baruch Hashem were able to connect in various ways that earlier generations couldn't, but the ultimate is the way that every generation has always connected with each other through the hearts, through the tefilos, through the Torah... And this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking for at this moment. For us to stay connected, even if we're not physically connected. We need to recognize the connection that we have with each other. The Mishkan. This is the Parsha of Vayakel. This is the Parsha of the Mishkan, which brings all of Jews together. So again, even if we might not be physically together, we have to recognize that we are together so deeply. And we should be able to be zoche soon to not only be connected on this deeper level, but even just on the physical level, Be'ez HaShem with Yeshuos and Nachamos in the very near future. Okay, we'll stop here. Everybody should have a good and chodesh.